Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Cowboys Takeover. I'm your host, Jason Kent. I'm doing a little early this week because, as we know, our our boys are playing on that Amazon Thursday night primetime game, their second uh, Thursday night game. And this week, we are going against, in Dallas, thankfully, the Seattle Seahawks, who just came off of a schlacking, if you will, against San Fran, and then, you know, a, a tough one the week before that against the Rams, both division opponents. So, you know, they're totally, uh, they're starting to trend in the wrong direction, losing three out of the last four, and and Dallas is is really surging right now. You know, they're they're really coming up, and, and Dak is in talks for MVP. Man, even, even Bland, um, his name's getting thrown around uh, for some pretty big awards this year, halfway through the season. Um you know, but but again, today's about that that Thursday night game against the Seattle Seahawks, and I'm going to bring in, welcome back, after a nice little vacation. You know, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Aaron James. Aaron, how does it feel to be back, sir? It feels good, Jason. Got the batteries recharged. Um, went coast to coast, and uh, you know, happy to be back. Glad our boys got a really had like a statement thanksgiving victory i feel like um a lot of things went right uh you did a great job on the on the podcast but i did you know what you did say was that it was a closer game until the final final minutes yeah i felt like it definitely was yeah yeah um yeah so you know we, we couldn't get a lot cooking early on but um then you know kind of defense shows up uh and we continue to blow out teams at home so I'm hoping it's the same thing the next two weeks. And I'm also glad that the scheduling, you know, the powers that be for the scheduling gave us Thanksgiving and the following Thursday. So it works out perfect. It really does. And, and Dallas is really right now, um, you know, they're, they're in the midst of a, of a very good stretch, winning five of their last six pretty, um, you know, pretty handily. And, you know, you have now, you know, starting last week, with the home Thanksgiving game, they have three straight home games. Um, you know, this week is again, like you said, that Thursday night game, which to me, I actually, I like you said, I really like it because when you look who the matchup is the following week, don't want to jump too far ahead of ourselves, <laughs> you know, but that's a, a Sunday night primetime game against the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, you know, so this, it, I really like the way it works out, giving us that extra couple of days when you look down the road, but you also, don't want to look past this week. Um, you know, this is a big week. Definitely, seating wise, Dallas is. Um, you know, they're getting one of the wild cards uh, more than likely. Um, so you want it to be that. You know, that first wild card team. Um, you know, but again, this could definitely be coming down the stretch. This could be you know for a division. So this is a, it's a huge game this week uh, against the Seattle Seahawks, who this this year so far are a six and five team. So. You know, the, the big thing is Dallas hasn't beaten a team with a winning record. We get to play one, but we all know what happens when Dallas wins this week. Well, they're probably the worst of the winning record teams. <laughs> you know, we know how that works. Uh, Something like that, yeah. But when you look up the, this matchup this week, what have you really seen, um, you know, with the Seahawks? How do you think they've played? How do you, you know, with Geno Smith, some of the weapons they have? You know, they had two stud receivers go out and draft another in, in the first round this year. Um, you know, what have you seen from Seattle that you think maybe give Dallas maybe a little bit of worries coming up this Thursday? Yeah, well, the the feathers in the cap 
for the Seahawks so far stems from their their you know they beat Detroit in overtime week two. Uh, then they had a pretty nice win against Cleveland, who we all know is a pretty serious. Uh, when was that? That was the uh, week eight, I believe. Yeah. Uh, they had their bye early, you know, week five, which was pretty early on. They got swept by the Los Angeles Rams. You know, Sean McVay doesn't let Pete Carroll, you know, steal one or split the series. It's a pretty tough. He never tough to does, beat. though, either. He always, I feel like, handles handles Seattle pretty. Even though when Seattle was good, I felt like the Rams, or I'm sorry, yeah, the Rams were always beating them, even when Seattle's winning those championships. Yeah, and just when you think, you know, Seattle can kind of uh, gain some steam, um, but they just, you know, lay an egg on Thanksgiving night, losing to the their rival, arch rivals, the 49ers, 31-13. to 13. And it seems like their home field advantage is not what it used to be, the 12th man. Oh, no. I don't know if you, I don't know if you feel <laughs> I do think, uh, you know, I kind of feel that, when you got that defense and Russell Wilson, the 12th man's a little bit louder than it is other <laughs> times, you know, because the only time you ever really heard of the 12th man, you know, is when they started coming up. So I don't know if it's that big of an advantage when you have a team that's, you know, maybe maybe a wild card, may, may not even make the playoffs. So, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think it's as dangerous as it once was. Yeah, but like you said, almost here on out, playoff implications, seeding implications, you know, the Seahawks are going to be hungry to to bounce back from back-to-back losses. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we've talked about it per- before. You know, Pete Carroll, I think he, he's a sneaky good coach. Um, you know, any, any given Sunday, I feel like he can have his team prepared for to come out, play hard, and, you know, steal a game. So you have to be – you got to be, you know, on guard um, with, with all of your – you know your scheme and your and your preparation. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you there, and and I think they are one of those. You know, you saw last year, Gino really, you know, he his comeback story has been really good. I remember watching him in the, yeah. the draft coming out, and you know, just some some issues he had early in his career, and, and he's really seen to turn it around, which is very good. Um, but they're a team too that's also I think tough to plan for, because when you look at it, yes, Gino, um, you know. 12 touchdowns, eight interceptions. So it's he's not really going to wow you and dazzle you um, in the air. But the good note is, you know, they have three very good receivers. You know, with DK and Lockett, you know, DK's, you know, one on almost every team. Lockett is, you know, he's past his prime, but definitely still a, a baller. And then Jackson Smith and Jigba, like he's a rookie this year. He's got 38 catches. He's the least of the three in yards and catches, but 406. Lockett has 54 for 575. And then, you know, DK, the, the big guy, you know, the the you guy you're going to want to watch, 43 for 678 yards. And, you know, it's tough to really say this isn't a game where I'm like, okay, I want Bland on him. I want Gilmore on this guy because I feel like all of them are, are really good. So you, you can't really choose in who you want to shut down, which I think is going to make it a little more difficult. Um, but Gino is, he will take a sack, which is a good thing. You know, he, he has been sacked 27 times this year, you know, and Micah, like, you know, we start, talked about, uh, you know, after the post game show for Thanksgiving, Micah's definitely starting to heat up and this defensive line, I feel like they're really getting after the quarterback recently. Um, you know, so offensively, I think, you know, offensively for, for, um, 
Seattle and defensively for Dallas, I think it's going to be a very good matchup. It's going to be a matchup of scheme of can they stop those pass rushers from really getting home uh, before Geno can get the receivers and in those playmakers hands. And uh, then even when you look at their running back, Kenneth Walker, the third and um, Mm -hmm. Zach Charbonnet are both very good, talented running backs. Um, So this is a team, I think maybe a little better than their six and five record indicates, um, you know, but just offensively, they have a lot of fire. And I know, you know, we haven't seen it a lot. You know, they got really beat down last week. You know, they got blown out by Baltimore teams uh, with better defenses. Um, you know, but like you said, they beat, you know, they hung in there with the Lions, who I don't think defense is um, their strong suitor like ours. So, you know, a better defense can slow them down, you know, but they do have some talent. I think they're a very mm-hmm. talented team. Um, they may just not have all the pieces left or yet. You know, they're not the, you know, they're middle of the road defense. Um, they're big defensive player. Really, they has Bobby Wagner. He has 113 tackles. Um, Jordan Brooks, another linebacker, has 95. So, um, you know, Bobby Wagner is probably the guy you're really going to look at on defense um, to know what's, you know, he's going to know what Dak's doing. So you're going to have to scheme for that. It, this isn't, you know, a, a typical linebacker you used to stay in. This is one of the all-time greats. So I think you're going to have to, to scheme a little bit more with that. Yeah, I agree. Um, and Bobby, you know, as someone that we were contemplating going after, I we kind of wanted him, but we weren't sure how much he was going to cost uh, in the offseason to bring him in after he parted ways with the Rams. And that was, you know, reportedly a mutual agreement. But he decided to go back home to his, uh, you know, long longtime team in the Seahawks. Uh, now, to your point, you know, Kenneth Walker, he is listed as questionable. Uh, for Thursday's game, he did not play against the 49ers, but he's he's averaging 4.1 yards a carry, and Charbonnet is, is at 4.6. Um, so you know we did see, was it it wasn't? Uh, I mean, I guess the the Commanders did all right, but I believe it was the team before. There were a couple uh, gashes. Uh, oh, with Chuba, uh, yeah. I yeah. feel like they did good this week, but the week before it was uh, Hubbard's uh, shifty back. That's and right, he's hitting that's those right. ho- hitting those holes hard and um yeah so it's something so the, something to watch yeah I mean that's the thing with with Pete Carroll like he doesn't care for this he doesn't need a need a sexy win um he'll go out and grind it and try to find your weakness and go after it until you prove you can you can do otherwise so I you know I wouldn't be surprised you know we're gonna see you know if they try to run the ball you know 20 plus times in, in the first half and just try to set a tone, keep it the game close uh, going into the fourth quarter, limit limit the turnovers uh, from their wideouts perspective. It, it's kind of impressive that it's it's that very it, it's 50 close. 50 split between their one and two. Yeah, it's 80. not not somebody they're not a team that's going to focus. So that's why they, they have they'll beat you. And, and uh, Geno Smith is you know, really revived his career with those two guys. They're really, you don't know who's going to get the ball. You can't focus. You're not going to put your better DB on either one of those. Exactly. So DK Metcalf, 80 targets, Tyler Lockett at 79. I mean, man, that is crazy. It is very close. You very rarely see that. There's not, there's, I don't think there's another team you're going to be that close. And, you know, I get, I think uh, DK missed the game, but I still don't think you're going to see one, two that close on any team. Yeah, and you know my my dad's a, a big Seahawks fan, has been for a very long time. He's 
and I I mentioned to this over the weekend that you know DK seems to drop the ball in big moments and you know doesn't seem as reliable as as years past and you know he he seemed to agree with that um so you know but we'll, but at any given you know any given game you just feel like he can have a monster game you know just a just a big guy uh would you prefer to see Gilmore or Bland on that calf Gilmore cuz he's a bigger kind of a little bit bigger of a db he's definitely bigger than bland mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so to me i'd much i don't want to uh i just dk is a guy you can throw it up and just let go get it yeah. and that's the type of he he has the body you know I, I think with a better quarterback you know he is he is an aj brown type of receiver um so i, I want i want my bigger my bigger db on on him to try to slow him down, press him, you know, and, and Gilmore's an all pro, you know, I, it looks like bland probably will be this year, but Gilmore is a former defensive player of the year, all pro lockdown cornerback. So I, I, I think if mm -hmm. I'm going to pick one, I, I want him on DK. Now, uh, uh, no, I, I do think that Lockett lines up on the strong side and DK on the weak. So if that holds true, uh, Bland's going to be on Metcalf uh, a majority of the game, if not the entire game, uh, which will be fun to watch. Now, uh, PFF has uh, the Seahawks ranked tied for 20th in points scored and 21st in points allowed. So, so they don't score a lot and they give up a good amount. It's <laughs> what I'm hearing. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's kind of, that is a like a tier three kind of team yeah one of those teams that are just going to fight for a wild card i mean it, it is they you look at the talent like and i know you know we mentioned a lot but you still forget they have jamal adams too who yeah, is one true. of the the best safeties in the league um quandre diggs not an, another brother but another Diggs. um he's a very a very good corner i think he led the nfl last year in interceptions if i'm not mistaken um and he was definitely up there uh, Julian loves it as a decent safety. They do have Jaron Reed, who's a solid defensive tackle, um, but they just don't put fear in you. I think they're their mm -hmm. league, their leader in sacks has seven. Um, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name. Boye Maffey. If I'm, if I'm correct, that's a tough name to say, um, you know, but they don't, they don't get a lot of turnovers. I think bland has almost as many interceptions as their whole team. Um, you know, and Dak's really doing better, but you know, it, it is one of those teams that, you are the one, my one concern, my biggest concern um, with all of the, I think we've kind of big them up. The talent they have is not so much the talent they have. It's, it's us looking forward. Like they have enough talent where they can come out. And even in Dallas, where we have been playing spectacular um, can really come in and, and make a statement. And what a state you like, if you look at it from the other side, if I'm just thinking the other perspective, what a statement it would be to make, you know, you go into Cowboys Stadium Thursday night football prime time, um, and just even beat. It doesn't even have to be blowout. Just beat the Cowboys. You know, you're a six and five team. You're kind of, like you said, kind of on the cusp. Not sure what they are yet. Um, you know, they're going to be very motivated, especially after that prime time Thanksgiving schlacking they received uh, <laughs> yeah. to really just come in this week and dominate. So I, I think you have to. Well, I don't think they're. I don't think they beat us. I do think it's a game you you need to come prepared. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's really hard for me to see how the, the Seahawks, you know, come out on top. I mean, obviously, just like any game, a lot of self-inflicted injuries or um, such as, you know, fumbles and interceptions can make the game uh, slide one way. But, you know, they, they don't really take the ball away all that much. Although, however, their, their turnover ratio on the season is a plus two. Um, but again, I mean, kind of like you said, it still doesn't really put the fear in our concern, dire concern going into the game. No, and Gino is one of the, you know, he's 10th in, in sacks, you know, this year. So, and he's a, so he's a guy I think that can, will take sacks. Yeah. Um, so it, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think we have to, I don't want to say this is a game, you know, Thursday night, be nervous, but it is a game. You got it. You got to come prepared and, and you want to see Dak. I think what I want to look for this week is I, I want to see Dak come out and just continue his dominance. Cause mm-hmm. I wanted to get your thoughts. Um, you know, we did touch on a little last week. Where do you see, do you think at this point that we can have Dak and bland both in that MVP conversation? I think both of them respectively are in their offensive and defensive player of the years conversations. Are, are they both also in that MVP talk at this point of the season? Um, well, I, I know Dak is for sure. I think uh, Bland deserves to be um, just what he's done and what he's on pace for uh, for this season. I mean, he's he's made history. You know, what else can he do? But at the same time, I think what hurts Dak as well as Bland, you know, if let's say two or more of Bland's pick sixes was in the fourth quarter and put us on top or sealed a game, you know, and Dak doesn't really have that memorable uh, fourth quarter drive or multiple fourth quarter drives to to come out with a win. Um, the, you know, these aren't necessarily happening in clutch moments. So I think for the case for both is a little bit hindered um, or might be overlooked because of that factor. I mean, what do, what do you think about that? So on my side, I just think it's tough for a defensive player to get it. I think only once, right? It was that wasn't LT the only guy um, to get it. And, and I just did a quick look up of the odds. Um, Bland's not on it which okay. is kind of shocking. I think you need to um, – I, I do. I have heard his name thrown around, but it, it's – like you said, I think it's going to have to be – you know, he's going to have to continue this pace throughout the season. You know, maybe it, he's going to have to get at least 12 picks. You know, it, the picks are going to have to be double digits for him to get, get to really get it any talk. Because um, even Diggs' his year, he had, I think, 11. Still, there was nothing for MVP, so a couple more touchdowns. But he's yeah. – I think to me at this point, I think Dallas and Dak – um, if Dak really wants to enter that MVP conversation, um, because it is pretty significant between him and Hertz, because uh, Hertz right now is leading. Then you have Mahomes and Lamar uh, at two and three, he had three fifty and four hundred respectively, and then it's a pretty big drop. And Dak and Tua are both tied, um, and then it's another big drop off. So Dak's in the conversation. I think what needs to happen, and I did state it this week, Dak. To me, Dallas's schedule starts this week. Um, I know as Cowboys fans, we've, especially because of the division, we've kept eyes on the Eagles and what they've been doing this uh, this year. And kind of you always keep an eye on your opponent and and you look and see who they've played and, 
you know, you and I had this conversation and you're like, man, they're, they're, they're not winning good. But to me, when I look at the other side of it, you're when you're 10 and one, you know, they went through a stretch where they had to, you know, they beat the Dolphins, they beat the Cowboys, they beat the Chiefs, they beat the Bills. Then, you know, this week they have San Fran, then they have Dallas and the Seahawks coming up. So the Eagles are really coming out of their stretch of, you know, the schedule that we're now entering. Um, and they're passing it with flying colors. When I look at that Eagle schedule, you know, everybody can say what they want about the loss to the Jets. When you look at look at it, San Fran lost that week. All the Eagles fans were clowning them. You knew it had to happen. And again, it was it was right before they were playing the Dolphins in, in a big game. So to me, I think this is where Dallas, and if Dak wants to be MVP, this is where it needs to start. Because you have your stretch of Seattle, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions. When you look at a guy like Jalen Hurts, no matter how we feel about him, just put up five touchdowns against the Bills. He beat Kansas City, and he beat Dallas, regardless of how he played. He played terrible, but he won. And that's, to me, what helps your case. So for Dak, I think for him, and my my real, because I'm I'm all in on Dak, I need you over these next five weeks to be, and it starts this week. This game is so pivotal because – it's a mindset. You can't come in if you're Dak and, and really be flustered. You can't look past this game. You're the leader of this team. You need to have this team prepared as the quarterback and your offense prepared to go out. You can't have a stinker coming up. And as as Dak, as our quarterback, can't have a stinker of a game. He has to come out prepared, and it starts this week. And I think he can really vault himself um, into a, a legitimate race uh, with how he plays over these next five weeks. I think that's key because – yeah, he's beating up Washington. He's beating up the Giants. He's beating up the Panthers. Beating up the Rams. Let's see what happens. And and this is the stretch. This is the big stretch where we've been looking at all season. And you know, this is where I had most of our losses coming from was this little area right here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, this could this could be a make or break stretch for for you know Dak's confidence for a lot of fans' confidence in the team. So it's I. I I don't think that this isn't a, isn't the super hugest of games, but it starts the biggest stretch of our schedule that we need to try to win. If we want a shot at the division, we have to pretty much win out this this five game stretch. Yeah, and I'm taking it. I do agree with you on everything you said, and I'm taking it week by week. And to your what you just mentioned at the end, I want this division. So in order for that to happen, we're likely going to have to win out. Um, yes. And we're going to need some, and we're going to need some help. Um, I do, I do believe the, the 49ers will take care of business. Um, and I do believe that, uh, that we will, you know, come out on top against the the Seahawks and the Eagles. Um, our, our stretch at home, you know, continues, our winning streak continues. Uh, we continue just to, to dominate on both sides of of the ball. Um, I think, I expect our defense to keep the Seahawks under, you know, I, I want to say 13 points, total points um, for this game. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll probably get close, probably in the high 20s or, or 30s. Um, do, you, do you think either I, one of those receivers gets 100 yards? No. 
Okay. Because I was thinking, if you're if you're holding them to 13 or less, I don't think so either. Um, that's gonna be tough. I think 13's low. I, I just don't. If, it's it's if, a great performance. If we put up 13 points, I'm ecstatic. I mean, if we only give up 13 points, I'm super ecstatic about that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, if you put pressure on Gino, he'll he'll get flustered. He'll throw it away. You know, he he generally likes to take care of the football. He won't take hits. I'm not sure if you remember the video that went viral and, you know, Aaron Donald's coming in and he throws the ball and he says, oh, crap. Yeah, that was such a. I think he threw an. <laughs> did he throw an interception on that play too? But it, that yeah, was. He I just threw it away. I remember yeah. seeing him coming in. Yeah, just I, to be fair, I'm pretty sure most quarterbacks <laughs> are doing that when when Donald's coming straight up that gut. Yeah, it was right up the middle on him. Ain't nobody wanting that hit. That's true. That's true. Um, but you know we have the the chemistry between Dak and Cooks uh, seems to have been elevated the past couple of weeks. I do want to see that continue week over week because that really just gives him three you know confident you know confidence between behind three receivers with with that being lamb ferguson and cooks um i think with with the seahawks you know i've mentioned this before uh where i see a lot of teams having success on our defense is against jordan lewis so if najigba smith najigba can make some things happen um, create some big plays on and the, with that matchup. Um, you know, we'll we'll have to kind of wait and see. I mean, Najigba is a pretty nifty guy. Um, kind of runs some some pretty good crossing routes, which doesn't really always go well, especially when you. Uh, I mean, you can make that work to your favor as an offense. Um, when you're just kind of running away from a lot of man-to-man coverage, which is what what we play most of the time. So you know, we'll we'll see how that shakes out, but. Again, I, I expect D, DQ to do his thing. Um, I, I do see, you know, Parsons. I would say, at, you know, at least one and a half sacks. I'm about that. That's what I want. I think that that's to me um, where the for Dallas. Um, that's where this game is going to be won because I don't think they're going to have issues trying to score. Um, no, I think it's going to be you're going to have to get to Geno and get him flustered early, which I think this defense right now is. Um, they're really hitting hitting their form. You know, Mike, I think I think it was like seven, uh, seven half sacks over his last five games or something like that. And um, he's really stepping up his performance. And he's he's not just getting there, he's getting home. Like he's getting sacking the quarterback where before he's just getting those pressures and and getting right there. But you know, other guys were getting the sacks, and it's nice to see him finally coming around with it. And um, you know, like like you said, on offensively. It was. It's nice to see Turpin too. Like Turpin is a That's guy true. who I was more shocked as well. Um, but you start like I didn't think he would transition. I actually didn't think he was gonna make the team after you kind of saw him not being on the the kick return team at bunch uh, in the in the preseason. But he's a guy that's they're gonna. I think they're getting more comfortable with him in those gadget plays on offensively. You know, them end around sweeps and right. you know just hitting kind of on the play action because he's got his speed. That kid's fast. So you get him out in the open. Dak just got to make sure he hits him. Um, so it's it's so exciting, like you said too, with Cooks to finally see him hitting his stride. And I think mm-hmm. that last week I was so impressed. Um, you know, I, I get it was Washington, um, but just the 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 mature like Dak just getting it to to everyone. It wasn't it wasn't just a CD. And I know CD's third, I think, or third in yards in in the league right now receiving. 
Um, so you want to see him keep piling on because you know he deserves it. But I, I do think getting, like you said, Ferguson involved, Cooks involved is just going to build. And it's going to, once you get those guys, and now teams are worrying about Cooks and teams realize they have to worry about Ferguson, that's where you're going to get your Turpins and, and Ricos and, and those gadget plays the working more effectively. Um, so I really think we're at a point now offensively, I think we've hit our stride. You know, I'm comfortable with the, with this offense. Um, I'm comfortable. I think I'm comfortable with the defense way we're playing now too because um, they're just very opportunistic. Very rarely are we going to see a game. I don't think we'll see another Arizona game. Um, and I know that wasn't the worst. I know San Fran was the worst, but I just think that one was a super anomaly. I think Arizona was more of a – we just couldn't stop them. I just think uh, San Fran, all around bad day, you scratch it up. Yeah. Um, so to me, I don't think we're going to have another one of those games. I I think, you know, this, I'm glad this stretch of football against these teams is coming up now because I wouldn't have wanted this. Early. If this was early in the season, the first five weeks, I think we struggle mightily with it. But this offense is – Dak, man, Dak is hitting his stride, and it's so good to see after ripping him. Basically, since we started the show, I've wanted him off this team. Um, <laughs> so it's nice to really see him hit that stride. I think that's the biggest thing for me. And I think we're going to continue to see that this week. I think it's another one of those things where Dak is just going to just, just be there, just hit it. He's really hitting his groove. You know, you hear some guys saying he's one of, you know, he may be the best quarterback right now, just quarterback going out, throwing the ball, making decisions, making the right reads. He doesn't, he doesn't look bad. So I'm, um, I expect pretty much, I, I think, you know, I definitely think they put up 30 burger this week total. It's going to be probably closer to, I would think, 38 um, to 41, honestly. Uh, I do think we wow. get another touchdown. Um, but I do think Seattle, I th- I'm going to say 20, 21 or 24, um, but I still think it's a, yeah, it's still a comfortable win. I think it'll be one of those late things where Seattle's trying to score late, still get, you know, to whatever team does. Um, mm-hmm. And Dallas is going to kind of, okay, let's just go eat. Let's get our stats up and try to go get some sacks and not really worry about the big play. So I, I think, but I think it's a very easy win. Um, I don't expect, I don't expect much from Seattle this week. You know, I know it's a, I don't expect us, like you said, I, I think the locker room, I think Dak's in a good spot. I'm comfortable enough with McCarthy right now. I don't think, I think that he hasn't prepared not to look at that Sunday night game next week. I think he hasn't focused on Seattle. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, and man, I think so. I, I say twenty-seven to thirteen is is where I have our boys landing. You're disrespecting that offense. <laughs> and um, I want to go higher because I do think we will get turnovers. Um, I just feel like you know whether it's uh, Gino that coughs up the ball one way or the other or our defense creating something. Uh, but I'm just going to go on the conservative end because they're just going to be so hungry coming off a loss. They yeah. The Seahawks play us, and then they have to go back to San Francisco. So it's like it's a painful stretch yeah. for them. Yeah, they're, not looking, they're not looking at San Fran after what happened last week. They're not looking ahead. They're like, no, let's just worry no. about this week. And so they're going to get 14 days rest, like a week and oh, – not 14, a day and a week and a half. Yeah. Right for that Niners matchup. And 
you know, the Niners, it's probably going to take everything out of them to come to Philly and get the victory in Philly, here in Philly, which I think they will do. So, uh, you know, for whatever that, you know, whatever that, uh, you know, comes to be. Uh, but I just do, I just do think this the Seahawks will, will keep it close for a while. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll prevail. Um, if, if it's a, if it ends as a one possession win, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, oh, you think it's going to be that? I'd see. I just, I, I believe in, and it, I think to me, it's more of my belief in Dak right now, just to see, think he's going to put it away. He's going to put these guys away. Um, he's going to have that offense, you know, probably the last drive or two, you know, he's not going to be out there. He's going to be resting. He knows. I think he's because I said it in the beginning, this is the year that he needs to show up. Uh, and he's, you know, he's really doing. He's second in the league in touchdown passes, eight mm-hmm. interceptions. You know, he's leading. I think he's first or second in QBR, first and second in rating. So he's he's having himself a very good year. But again, none of that means anything over the next five weeks. What he's done through the last, first few. He needs to show up. And I think he's there mentally. I think he's figuring it out. I think he's got it. He's comfortable with the offense. I'm so excited. That's why I think it's a blowout because I really believe in Dak. And I'm going to be so sad if he breaks my heart. I'll tell you that, you know, it's going to be, I'm going to be terrified. I'm going to be so upset. I'm going to be crying, blubbering in the bathroom. Yeah. Makeup running down my face like all the girls do. (laughs) Well, I, I, I mean, my last point here is that I, I, I do like what you were saying about Turpin. It, it's kind of like I felt, or I don't know if you felt the same last year. We were like holding him secret until the playoffs, but that really never happened. But now he's in there for some gadget plays and, you know, he's getting a, the ball probably a higher percentage of the time when he's actually in the play. So um, I think come playoff time, that's only going to work to our benefit where there's going to, you know, he's, he could be a decoy. Um, so I do like what I'm seeing from Turpin. Um, I, I do like, you know, what I'm, what I'm seeing from Dak, obviously. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, you know, this is a pretty nice, you know, Thursday night football matchup. There aren't, you know, a whole lot of exciting ones. Uh, I guess Baltimore and Cincinnati was, was probably the most, the only other, you know, this will uh, be my first ever or not first since they went to Amazon prime. This will be the first time I watched a Thursday night football game. I refuse to watch it on Amazon. <laughs> okay. So I part of me like doesn't even want to watch it just because it's on Amazon because the Bezos is taking over now and you have to have Amazon Prime. It's terrible. That's not a knock on Bezos or Amazon annoying. Prime. Like I use it. So if Bezos, don't be mad at me. If you want to give me a job, hey, I'm here. I can do your taxes, sir. Um, you know, but we have it. There we have it. Mr. Mr. Aaron James and myself both. Um, we both have the Cowboys coming out this week um, and, and moving to you know, nine and three ahead of that, that big um, rematch against the Eagles down in Dallas this time. Um, so I, I think it's, a, this is a, not a must win, but it, it, you need to start out. I think it is actually, it is kind of, you have to go in, you have to handle business. You have to, you need to be confident going in next week because the way we played the Eagles the first time, you don't expect the same type of game, but you have confidence that you can beat these guys. And you know, um, and like we said, this stretch coming up is, is, our toughest of the year. And I think it'll really determine and shape out, you know, how we do in the playoffs. And if we're playing for that number one seed, we still have, we could still be the number one seed in, in football, you know, with possibility. We just have to, to win out. And that starts this week. Um, 
So we really appreciate you guys for listening again. Um, again, catch us on all of our socials, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the Cowboys Takeover Podcast. And you can also catch us on YouTube, uh, Cowboys Takeover Podcast as well. You give us a like, subscribe there. Uh, and then again, you can watch us on both Facebook and YouTube. Um, so go go give us a comment, give us a like, you know, just chat us up some. We come in during our shows, chat us up. We're always here to, to talk to you guys and really we just appreciate everybody that listens. Um, you know, everybody that really just cares what Aaron and I have to say. Um, we've been so grateful and so passionate and we're so happy that we're halfway through the season. What we've been prepping for and preparing for and really discussing, we're halfway done our, our first season of episodes. So again, we really appreciate you get everyone for listening and uh, just keep listening. Keep giving us a listen. We really love it. Give us a follow and then you can catch us on Spotify or wherever you guys get your your podcast uh, listening. Uh, so we really appreciate you guys. We'll uh, we'll drop something out when we'll do our post game. May not be Thursday night. Uh, maybe we'll try. We'll discuss. We'll, we'll let you guys know before the game. Um, so again, for Mr. Aaron James, I'm Jason Kent. Really appreciate you all. Enjoy. Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Let's prep. Tomorrow's my birthday. Happy birthday, man. Good night.